0: Hey, good morning everyone and welcome to Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition, right here on the net
1: New England Talks. Right? Did you get
0: caught up? Did... No. <laughs> this
1: computer blew up about two minutes before air.
0: No, it did not blow up. Yeah. It, it did uh I, I just erased everything as simple as that. I mean oh, okay. I ca- came in early, set up all my, my uh pages for this. That
1: thing. that was um user error.
0: You know, um it, you know, I, I look at life uh, a little bit different than other people <laughs> yes we've um, experienced that yeah you know because the way i look at it i mean you know like just stupid things happen to me all the time and it's like okay you know that's it's just another test for you it's just another yep you know something yeah can you hear this can you hear this <laughs> it's like yeah okay thanks a lot i mean it's just dumb things too in, in my hands you know i always said you know i must have been a, a thief in my last life and uh, because my hands suck, Yeah, uh, totally. Um, but, um, oh, so there's comma, yeah, probably. Yeah, it's like I mean, went to McDonald's, get my uh, usual, uh, for yes. the show, and took a five dollar bill out, you know, had it already, just went to get it, and it just dropped out of my hand, went down. <laughs> so oh, really? Couldn't I, recover it? I couldn't find it at yeah. times, so I ended up charging two dollars and 14 cents. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so give me a break but that happens to me all the time i mean i drop things constantly and everything else it's it's what it is and it's like oh I, everything in this world is against me but that's fine i'm sure we've had this discussion before yeah.
1: but you may be the only person on the planet who goes to like mcdonald's or dunkin donuts or something gets a coffee and has to have the, the lid off what is the problem with the lid do i look like i'm uh, three years old do i need a sippy cup it's not a sippy cup. give me a sippy you just described an accident that happens. Yeah. So it's just preventing prevention against an There's accident That's one
0: time here I dumped the whole coffee in my myself during yep. the show. And, that's and right. Soldiered on right through the show with that's right. Stinking coffee all over me. Boy, did that
1: stink but too. you keep it on during the in the car, right?
0: so it's not sloshing around. Yeah, I don't until so I get here and then I tell yeah. oh, you can see the covers right off here. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't drink it, I don't touch it until I get here. So I mean it's the way it is. But you, know, you shouldn't take it so personally. It's not a sippy cup. It's just, it's a sippy cup. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> call it whatever you want. Okay, don't... You call it tomato, I call it tomato. Don't, don't get it's sensitive about it. a sippy cup. <laughs> That's right. You're all drinking sippy cups out there, like three years old. Oddly, that doesn't bother me. Man up. <laughs> Put your big boy pants on or big girl pants, whatever. So. I don't know why, but oddly that
1: doesn't bother me. Mm. Of all the things I have to be bothered at I suppose you put flavors in your coffee too. I do not. First of all, I'm a tea guy. I don't drink much coffee. I like coffee. Coffee I doesn't like, like me all that much. What? Gucci tea? No. Well, Black tea? No, it's green. Mm. But see, when I went into the weight it's loss, when I went yeah. to the weight loss thing, I tried to find a flavor that I could drink without
0: uh, milk or Sugar. Keep your hands off this computer. It doesn't work. (laughs) That's what I did. I wanted to look over to the see. There's another computer in front of me for those who don't know. And this has the show on it. Yeah, there we are. Yeah. And uh I wanted to to adjust that. And of course I was on this other little laptop I had in front of me, which you can't see either. Like, see the only thing you see is my coffee cup. See here it is. My cafe. (laughs) Two dollars fourteen cents with my sausage McMuffin. Anyways, um, a couple things. Are you a uh,
1: carry cash guy? Huh? You, you kind of made a point of the fact that you charge
0: the coffee. Yeah. So do you use debit cards a lot, or are you mostly a cash guy? I like using cash. The reason being that I always take my change and throw it in a pickle jar, and then it gives me a nice little... Oh, uh, I see. Yeah. When it fills the jar, then I get myself a nice little nestle.
1: Okay, so there's this... Uh, app you can have on your phone i don't know where i don't really care i don't know where i i don't want really no freaking
0: i don't want i have a regular phone somewhere that i don't have never used but i'm sure there's this app called acorn i know i'm well aware of acorn oh, well I, aware yeah. of all okay. you know it doesn't yeah, mean don't take it, per, don't, don't take it personal just because i you know you know don't use a sippy cup cover it doesn't mean i don't know how they work you know what i'm saying yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> all right anyway <laughs> So, anyway, a couple of things coming up. didn't mean to touch these sensitivities. Yeah, well, it's Monday morning. Give me a break. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, a couple of things. First of all, Prince Philip died. That was 99 years old. Would have been 100 in a couple of months. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it, people like that, you know, they don't get enough credit. Mm-hmm. You know, people like Prince Philip, people like uh, the disciples. It's like, they have a role to play and it's, it's a role that you and I would never do. Right. And you know, Prince, Prince Philip was, was a a royalty in his own thing. He was, oh, a, so he's you, not
1: a royalty in law. He's a, he,
0: no, he was a real, he was a Greek, uh, Greek Royal. He, uh, he was a, uh, a I think, Greek Royal. Yeah. Oh Okay. You think they ever <laughs> marry their own people? No, English always marry somebody else. It's always been that way. There's royalty in Greece. They were. Uh, Royals is everywhere. Do okay. so you remember? That, right. The whole country was that way. yeah And uh, anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. It's um, his his poor mom. They put her in a insane a asylum. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, what was the matter with her?
0: They didn't like her. Okay. <laughs> so why wouldn't he become? Why wouldn't he stay? So anyway, he was a royalty, right? Yep. Okay. So let me finish my thing. He was also okay. a, like an admiral in the Greek Navy. He was, you know, had a, a very good naval career. Mm-hmm. and in order to marry the queen, he had to give that all up. I was going to say. so he Totally gave up everything. He stepped out of secession in Greece. Totally. Not, not only that, he had to give up his naval career. And on top of it, okay, after all I said, he has to walk two paces behind the queen. Yeah. So, I mean, you and I would, like, never do that. Uh, I mean, we might do it once yeah. out of respect for something because, you know, we're not totally uncouth, are we? You would have a problem with that. You marry, you marry the Queen of England. Yeah, right.
1: You're gonna go live in Buckingham Palace and live the royal life. Yeah, and you would have a problem walking two steps
0: behind her. Yeah. No, not I okay. mean, I, I, in my own person, I mean, I, I I value my life too. I have value. Yep. So maybe the Queen doesn't think I have it, but but no, but if I mean, or or yeah, I mean we're you are elected president. You would respect the office, right? You would. I've always respect the office. The office yeah. is one thing, but whatever still my wife i mean in, in the in the people in the, in the palace treated him like crap too oh i can imagine yeah 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 so yeah he he had a so he had a tough time so you know the, that's one thing i'm talking about, somebody who would change their lives and the other ones, the apostles i mean you hear the stories about the the apostles like you know christ goes up to him and he says okay uh, the two brothers there, it's like, uh, you leave everything. They had their whole boat full of fish and it's, it's okay, fine. When are just leave. I mean, that's unbelievably thing. Yeah. There's another one that in the scriptures where they say, oh, you don't say goodbye to your parents. Oh, goodbye to you. It's like, you Like, you're mm-hmm. just coming with us. It's like, yep. wow. <laughs> well, the apostles are like the entourage, right? Yeah, but I it's mean, amazing, I mean, though. that I mean, they were like real people, too. They had a brain in their heads. Oh, they, they thought for themselves. I understand, and and in order to do that, it's like you know another cool thing, and I don't want to get too much into religion because I got a ton of stuff to talk about today. Is uh, the other thing I also learned out too that you know when when Christ uh, rose from the dead, yes, he actually rose from the dead. He wasn't a ghost, right? He was a a real body. He was resurrected. Yeah, he disappeared. You know, when he came out of the there the wasn't tomb. He was gone. He didn't do a tour. He he, he did. But he did. He did a tour afterwards. He sh- he showed up and. Showed everybody who was there and then took off. Yeah. I mean he like yeah. would walk along he, you know, it's a whole story of him, But one of the things he, he goes in with the, the the uh the apostles in this room and everything else and, he, and then he says, uh, what do you got to eat? <laughs> so it, it goes to show you that it's like, okay, he's still Still got a body, still... Still a moocher. Yeah, still a moocher. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I thought that was kind of interesting. But I didn't, like I said, I don't want to get too much into religion. But
1: well, When we talk religion, we don't talk religion so much. I know, I mean, like we I talk about it on a secular level. so much level. to talk about today. Yeah. Okay, this,
0: this is some amazing stuff going on. But anyways, uh, you know, it would be difficult for me to... Uh, I'm not like a, a big authority guy, so... On religion? No, on anything. Oh, on anything. Remember <laughs> we were talking about Prince... The prince and and also the apostles, how they did, like, you know, it's like. uh, None of us are authorities on anything. Authority meaning I don't, you know, I don't like. Well, you know me. It's like, uh, you know, people. I mean, the ice bucket challenge. I wouldn't do it because everyone was. Oh, I see. You know what I mean?
1: You mean authority. You're
0: not a crowd, crowd, whatever the pressure is. I I don't. You're
1: anti-authority.
0: Yeah. You know, I am and I aren't, but I I believe in the rules. Just not for me. No, I'm just kidding. No, fair enough. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but
1: anyways, it's it's. I'd, I'd I'd go marry a queen and live the queen, you know, royalty life. And for the yeah. price of walking two steps behind her, no yeah, problem. Whatever. First of all, I wouldn't go with her anywhere. You got to. I, I guess. But you got to stay home and watch the game. <laughs> You
0: go. go the you know, he, thing. he's the one who brought him into the the 21st century or the 20th century or whatever the hell century it was. You know, he was the first one that that, the, uh, that allowed the well talked her into. He doesn't allow anything because she always has the yeah the uh, the uh, filming of the coronation and all this other stuff. Oh, he, he brought her into all, all of that. Now, is there a Greek royalty?
1: like england where there's still like a palace and they have i don't think ahead. so i yeah. think that's
0: pretty much history yeah. because that's what happened do you know at one time it's like all the kings and queens of of europe were like related to each other i can imagine because right. that's what they used to do you that's, know we'd yeah. make an alliance we'd go marry something i mean mary queen of scots was sent off to marry uh the king of france yeah yeah you know in scotland so they sent them i mean this, that's what they did at the time so they were all you know the the now they're the Illuminati. The uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> the Kaiser and in the in the uh, the king uh, at that time were yep. uh, related. A queen, well, I know you have a lot to talk about. I do. I this, have so much. This brings us to to another. When I
1: mentioned the Illuminati, because all this stuff is like, what's your? I don't know which way I want to ask it. Your favorite conspiracy theory, or your the conspiracy theory that intrigues you the most, or the conspiracy theory that pisses you off the most.
0: Nothing pisses no. me off. It just shows me just stupidity and of people, but it doesn't piss me off.
1: Conspiracy theories. It's like, it's getting to the point where it's like, good Lord, can we just,
0: yeah. it's always, yeah, it's whatever. I just, you know, whatever. I just think they're a riot. I mean, they're amusing. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, the Illuminati and, uh, yeah. And if it know, is, oh, well it is you microchips know? <laughs> and aliens among us and all it this could stuff. The aliens, you know, look at, they released that film, a- which aliens. is one of the things I was going to bring yeah. up the, uh, which doesn't really show you a whole lot, by the way. No, the best film of thing. It's UFOs. the best film like,
1: ever, and it's, it's like, like really—that's it. That's, that's what you best get? you can do. It. Yeah,
0: <laughs> whatever. And what they're saying is, they're not saying they're aliens; they're saying they're UFOs. This is exactly what they are. Yeah. I do yeah. believe in UFOs. There are some things we can't. Un- un- I can't identify. Yeah, yeah. But they don't know what they are, so if they don't know what they are. UFOs is fine version of it, but when you make it the alien connection, that's a whole new ball game.
1: Everybody on the planet. Has a camera on them. If a yeah. UFO showed up, we'd have some decent images. And and again, I understand the concept that you gave me, which I totally agree with, and I love that. I don't know if we'd believe even the best evidence. Yeah, I don't know if certainly. we'd believe it. No, we wouldn't. But but that what what the Navy gave us is not the best footage. <laughs> no, there's other stuff out there you can yeah. see too.
0: But anyways, the the interesting thing too. I mean, you look like it's how you interpret your stuff. I mean, like, how many freaking orb pictures are out there? Everybody's got oh, know, cameras yeah. there taking pictures of orbs. They're all over the place, and, you know, they're all whatever they are to them. So it's like, whatever. Yeah. Float your boat. <laughs> and uh, speaking of uh, spacecraft and UFOs. Uh... By the way, can't
1: you see a human, the human who's talking to an alien right now, saying, can I take a selfie? Can't, can't you just see that? Of course you could. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be sitting there out there in the backwoods of Maine. Yeah. And there'd be a moose sitting there and you sitting there and the alien spacecraft on the side of this fire road in the middle of the woods. And you say, hey, can I take a selfie with you? Of course you would. So would you,
0: if you, so you're, you're in the woods, excuse me, you're in the woods camping and uh, all of a sudden UFO lands and a guy comes out. Yeah. What do you do? Do you run? Oh God, yes. Do you really? Oh God, yes. Seriously?
1: As long as I'm packing, them, okay. (laughs) Get packing that's a different story I guess but <laughs> I don't know it, it'd be tough it, it, that would be a very excited moment that would you would be emotionally strained at that moment I go live long and possible <laughs> <laughs> but by the same token if you're there on this road this fire road in the middle of maine yeah and an alien spacecraft lands in the road and the guy and the ramp comes down and the guy's coming out yeah it's probably not there to hurt you yeah i Sweet. mean
0: but Probably yeah. just wants to you, know probe the, you. Probably wants to know where the bathroom is. <laughs> Maybe. Have you seen Bigfoot? We're looking for Bigfoot. <laughs> yes. Have you seen the Bigfoot? Like I need a Bigfoot for my zoo. I came here for hunting. <laughs> <laughs> I lost for the Bigfoot. I lost my Yeti here like a hundred yeah, years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen him? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Oh, it was so bad. <laughs> uh, speaking about uh, space and spacecraft and everything else, the NASA launched their helicopter. Which is like wicked cool. Oh yeah, how'd that do? It flew. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, it only went up a little bit and went down. I mean, I forget how this thirty feet. I had all these pages up in my computer, but somehow it got it magically erased when I pressed the button. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's an interesting concept in and of itself. What's that? That NASA designs a probe, right? Mm-hmm. And um, they send a probe to Mars. We should not check nails, you know. <laughs> yeah, sure. But they send this probe to Mars and they design this helicopter thing. Yep. Now, a helicopter is the most Rube Goldberg contraption Ooh, in human history. That's a phrase Rube yeah. Goldberg? No, not familiar with it? No. Do you remember the Rube Goldberg comics? Remember the game Mousetrap? Yes, I do. Okay, Mousetrap, you built this incredibly... Wasn't that fun? It was fun. I love that. You movie. built this incredibly complex contraption to, to do a very simple thing. I should see if I can get one on eBay. <laughs> you, you developed this incredibly complex contraption to do a simple thing, like yeah. drop the thing on the mouse. Yeah. That that came from a co- old comic strip series by Rube Goldberg. I did not know that. And the whole comic strip series was incredibly comp- complicated mechanisms to do the simplest things. That's cool. And a helicopter is kind of that. Now, wouldn't you... It, maybe, There's a reason for it, though. What? There's a reason why. Yeah, so I'm wondering why. Because wouldn't you have sent a drone? No. No?
0: No. Because See, see, that's your part you're missing about. Because every six-year-old can fly a drone. Every six-year-old can fly a drone. In and, real time. And this is nothing more than a drone, by the way. Yeah. You know, basically, McKenna. But the thing you're not understanding as... Oh, as the comics, it was in the comics the other day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Elon Musk is opening up a restaurant on Mars. Great, (laughs) great food, but no atmosphere. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of like that. (laughs) But that's the key. There's no atmosphere. So, in order for a plane to fly, it needs air to push around. That's right. So, even for a helicopter, now the, the highest helicopter that, that, highest recorded helicopter flight I believe it was by Brazilian pilot or something was 40,000 square it's 40,000 feet mm-hmm. and Mars is like 100,000 feet Oh, okay all right so it's it's amazing that you could do that it's what they're, they're really getting down to uh, it is pretty wild what we're doing though I mean I just I just hope I'm still alive when we we go there I I really am I mean Oh, you think how how early do you think we could possibly be going there? It's it's getting closer and closer cuz there's another race on, by the way because everybody wants to go there now. Yeah. Seriously. No, I know. Uh the the next probe I believe is going to bring back stuff from Mars.
1: I'm trying to find some footage. I can't find any footage. That's over. right.
0: Yeah. The uh I, I actually had some on my computer by the way, but uh, it's got race. Uh yeah, the next probe will actually bring stuff back okay so here's that's the next key and we're now returning from
1: mars what's what's the travel time i can't remember it's uh, months
0: three months oh more than i think it's about month. eight months or something like that i i can't remember offhand yet you're asking me details which is <laughs> way beyond my realm uh there's enough stuff in my head that i can't pick up the little minutia yeah yeah so all right so that's that's cool i'm excited about it oh you brought something what is that that oh. is Footage from the control center. Look at that. God, do you remember like the control center it was when we sent the... Oh, there's the helicopter in the middle. Yeah, a model of the helicopter. In the ah, it's a good thing we got the Chinese people there. They're really smart. The scientists... <laughs> scientists are all excited. So what do they do? They, they panted the, the Japanese girl. The room was full of scientists. <laughs> that, the that, one... They'll move it around. They'll get
1: no, around. no, no. That's the one they pointed to. <laughs> it's like... Now the other complication with this is that there, are, there has to be a signal delay. Yeah. In other words, you can't. Fly, oh yeah, communication, you can't fly real communication. Time. See, look at the back to her again. Well, she probably was a key person in developing this. There's a lot of guys they showing him. Oh, she's t- oh they're taking a picture of her. She must be the head
0: of the team. I don't know. Why don't you listen to the audio? Oh, look at there it is. That's that little baby. Oh, look at that. It's like a mosquito. <laughs> little thing. Snap. Yeah, she must be the. Uh, what you got a hand? A hand grenade?
1: No, I think it's a mic. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we
0: pants to the other woman. Oh, come on! <laughs> I'm serious. You know the women are doing all the work. <laughs> I don't doubt it. <laughs> you know, quite frankly, the hell a lot smarter than we are. <laughs> but anyway, I'm sure she's saying something that's very intelligent.
1: She's just thanking. I'm guessing she's thanking the team for the tremendous success of you know, actually. she's team. saying,
0: "Well, I did really good. If you guys get off your butt, oh, there, yeah, this is the this is uh, a NASA Zoom meeting. A Zoom meeting, yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you guys to take all the trash. You didn't.
1: <laughs> Stop it.
0: My car still needs washing too. Address all
1: correspondence to Any Ghost Project at Comcast.net or whatever. This anyway, is. yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, they're all happy. That's good. Yeah, she must be team leader. What's that bottle of some water? Is, it's just some water. No, no, no. It's a, whoop, well, she knocked the water over.
1: There you go. See, that's why you have the cap on. Yeah.
0: yeah wait, wait, what's that other bottle there? That looks. It's uh, kombucha. Could be kombucha, kombucha or something. No, kombucha. Whoa. She's yelling at him now. She's very excited. Yeah. This must have been several years. She, she's, <laughs> See, you guys all suck. I told you
1: I could do this. It's not what's going on there, I don't think. Dear Mighty Things. Dear Mighty Things, Ron.
0: Uh, there you go. Right. So that's what we do in this show. We Dear Mighty Things. Dear Mighty Things. That's right. Anyways, no women were hurting the filming of that show. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> filming of this show, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Anyways, that's...
1: There's no need for your attitude. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Whatever. Anyways. So what uh, do they do? Just go up and go down? Yeah, that's it. Okay, cool. Little steps. Little steps, my friend. Yep. And then what will they do? They can fly around. Hopefully someday they'll have like, a sh- range, sh- zoom around.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, that was pretty good. Uh, where, where do I want to go next? What time is it? Uh, where's my clock here? Oh, there it is. Wow. gosh, that went by fast. Hmm. All right, so uh, I'll uh, we'll get into the stuff that we didn't cover yesterday last week. Uh, the shroud of turin, sure. No, that's something okay. We be beyond that. Oh, okay, we went to we we hit some other things at the end, so we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, anyways, I I do want to I I watched a, a new series, which caught me totally by surprise because I thought it was going to be garbage. Yep, and I find it strangely fascinating.
1: All right, so why did you? If you thought it was going to be garbage, what led you to watch it?
0: It was sci-fi. Okay, do watch any sci-fi. Yeah, so you but give it, least, give least it a shot. Give it a shot. Yeah. So. uh, uh which, by the way, I started watching Farscape and I've decided that's no, no, that's okay. that sucks. I've watched quite a bit of it, so I gave it a kept waiting for it to get better, but it just got too much into the drama. And, and that astronaut is such a whiner, yeah, I can't stand whiners, <laughs> I really can't. Uh, anyways, um, so, anyways, new series, it's old, but it, it's new, it's it was on W, of course, my, my favorite station, and it is called Cleopatra. Twenty twenty five. It's a science fiction show, Cleopatra
1: twenty twenty five. So right. let me guess. Um, okay, cloned. No. Uh, some DNA sample. Uh, no. Uh, time no. travel. No. No. How did you, how we get the Cleopatra twenty twenty five? Do you want to know this or not? Yes, I do. Okay.
0: <laughs> so uh, I'm thinking, there's almost no chance I'm going to watch this. So I want to know. It's twenty twenty five in the future. The planet has been taken over by machines. Okay. Okay. Humanity has been driven underground, so they live in these series of uh, it looks like a parking garage. Really, <laughs> it's all these tunnel shafts that go yep. down, and all these layers that come off it. So it's picturely as a parking lot. So there's a team. Uh, there's several teams, but this particular team is uh, collecting information and stuffs because they want to retake the surface and allow mankind back on the, the surface. And this is a an all chick team. Two girls, Sarge and, uh, oh, I forget the other, Helen, I think is the other girl's name. and, Helen, and Helen. Yeah, and Helen, Helen can hear the voice. What the, voice? The voice is like uh, the guy in Charlie's Angels. Oh, okay. So you never see him, but you just hear him. Is he human? It's a woman. Is she one? woman? This is woman. This is a okay. strong woman show, by the way. okay. All the heroines in this, all the heroes in this are women. Is the voice a woman? Yes, she is.
1: Here she is. Is she human or is she a machine? She sounds like, human. She sounds like
0: human. You never yeah. see her. So it's yeah. just a voice in her head. Yep. So anyways, um, so uh, they're up in the surface. They, they do a. Uh, Which begs the basic question of Charlie's Angels, by the way.
1: What? How did they meet Charlie and why are they listening to him? Who cares? So how did this. What, what do you mean who cares? I don't. So but this woman, how did she meet this other voice? How did she come across? It's got to be
0: implanted in there too. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because okay. it's in her head. All right. All right. So uh, there, there are other teams too, but this is the one that, that's special. So this used to be these three members of a team, two women and a guy. So they go up in the service and they, they do battle with this uh, machine that's on the, running the machine, the Baylis's. The Baylis's are these big machines and they have all kinds of weapons on them. They can float around and do stuff. So
1: the machines not only took over, they militarized. They, yeah, built, they, they built machines for anti-human. Well, war. that's how they took over, I'm
0: sure. Yeah, uh,
1: But the uh, – anyways – and, All I have to do is cut
0: our electricity and they'd have us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so anyways, the, they, they do battle and uh, when they get back in, they realize that the guy on the team is really a... Oh, what's the name of it? Oh, I just lost it. Uh, something like a deceiver or something. Mm-hmm. Basically, they're a, a machine. Android, yeah. Yeah, they look like a person, but they're, they're not. And uh, So anyways, that was that. So they end up killing it, but during the battle sarge one of the women gets shot and she needs a new spleen or liver or something right some kind of internal organ. so they go to this place i mean th- there's lots of mutants and stuff down in the, in the underworld to sure. yeah of course a lot of mutants now <laughs> yeah <laughs> so they uh they go in to uh, get a new liver for her and so they they pay the guy and the, the mutants and now while they're in there uh, they noticed another woman. And he said, Oh, he says, uh, you like this one? And he shows it. He says, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm going to have some fun with her before I harvest her. She was this girl. Okay, this is Cleopatra. She was a stripper uh, who went in for a boob job in our time period mm-hmm. and was uh, frozen. and Something went wrong and they. Fr- I don't know. Her they don't really get into okay. that part of it too much. Yeah. But she went in for a boo job and and um she ended up getting frozen. And the issue was in the future going to be harvested. Her organs are going to be harvested for sale. I see. Okay. But the two girls save her and she eventually works her way onto the team. Now the, the two girls are like superheroes. Yep. Yeah, they are. They have like they're all scantily addressed, of course. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> They're all superheroes because they got, like powers and stuff. They can like jump down shafts and kind of fly, and then they have these like web like Spider Man. They can sh- and grab. Oh themselves. really? Oh yeah. Okay. And they yeah, all okay. have these wrists with guns and stuff on it and everything. It's a it's a weird weird show, but I cannot stop watching it. So is the stripper's name Cleopatra? Is Cleopatra? Cleopatra.
1: Oh, yeah. Wow, she's that was yeah. a stripper name,
0: evidently. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So does she have a Cleopatra costume? No. No. Okay. No. So she's learning how
0: to use all these gadgets and stuff and well, yeah, they, hang out with Sarge and she's hanging out with them start with, and then eventually they the as the episodes go along, she becomes part of the team. Where so. is this on Tubby or Tubi? Tubi, yep. Cleopatra two twenty five. Twenty twenty-five. Even has a cool song in the year twenty-five, twenty five. Oh, the actual song or a takeoff on it? Yeah. It's a song and it, it says, it's it's uh, Evans. Women no, it's not there. Okay. Uh woman uh Woman, oh, woman's, oh, I can't, woman, a uh, fight to save the world, uh, nothing will get in their way, and all this, it's, the words are, are definitely not wrong, maybe you could find it or something, it's called uh, 2025 uh, Cleopatra, so. I can't find the song. All right, well, we're going to take a break, so when we take a break, you can peek around in it. Oh, okay. All right, how's that? Cool. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles morning edition right here on the net New England Talks with uh, Lou the Professor and me, Van Helsink, right here on where are we, the net uh, 102.9 HD2R on your Facebook or whatever. I don't know. We're here. We'll be back right after the following massages. Do you have a
2: paranormal event?
1: Are you seeing a ghostly apparition every time you look in the mirror? Are you terrified to realize that that pale, lifeless, lack of energy form hovering before you is in fact you? How would you like to be transformed? Healing begins from within, and it's never too late to start feeling good. Are you curious? Interested? Good. Don't wait another minute. Visit TransformYourLifeNow.org or contact Maureen. The email address is Maureen at TransformYourLife.org.
2: Everyone is cashing in on social media, and all marketing roads lead through social media. If you want to make a splash here in the Merrimack Valley, you need to tap in. This is where the new CEM Podcast Studios come in. Of course, you can spend your time, energy, and money learning how to wrangle technology to make a podcast instead of running your business, or you can invest in telling everyone in the Merrimack Valley, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Maine, the Seacoast, or everywhere in the world about your great business, product, service, or yourself. The CEM Podcast Studio is a local audio and video studio dedicated to the craft of podcast. Their studios feature state-of-the-art recording and mixing equipment designed specifically to produce the best audio and video podcast. Best of all, all you need to worry about is your show, your business, and your brand. We do the rest. Call 978-686-9966. That's 978-686-9966 to schedule a no-obligation tour of the CEM facilities and meet with a podcast specialist. Or go to CEMpodcast.com to find out more about podcasting services. CEMpodcast.com, your window to the world.
1: Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition with your host, New England's own Van Helsing, Ron Kolick of New England Ghost Project, and Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon, where you hear most of this stuff and uh, some premium stuff just just for subscribers. Yes, stuff that only our subscribers get.
0: And we're also brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Gallant Messier Family Love Group, 15 High Street, not the end of Massachusetts. All women, too, by the way. There you go. <laughs> I have nothing against women. All right, here we
1: go. There's the uh, an intro for Cleopatra twenty five twenty five.
0: Yep. No music, no nothing. I
1: could bring the music in, but it would be complicated. Yeah. That's Cleo. That's her. Yep.
0: That's a uh, one of those deceivers or whatever the hell they call. There's another name I just can't remember it.
1: When is this? This isn't new. Is this
0: new? No, this is old. Yeah, it looks like it's got a few years on it. Yeah, it's good though. Oh, look, they fly and everything. Yeah, they well, they like, jumped on these shafts and like that's how they move around and they get all kinds of stuff. <laughs> it's like see, there's that web stuff and then they go right through the walls. They have like these fake walls, holographic walls to get. See, isn't that cool? Yeah, That's Cleopatra. <laughs>
1: How many seasons of this are there? I don't know.
0: I've been watching it. How do you find these things? (laughs) That's what I do. (laughs) If it's strange, it's odd. It's me. (laughs) And speaking about uh, strange and odd, we talked about a lot of things last week, right? Yep. And we left the kind of, especially some of the stuff at the end of the show, we didn't even touch on. So it's only apropos because uh, I do want to mention... Oh, how did we get him up there? I didn't want him. This is the guy I want. Mm-hmm. Um, born on, uh, no, he died on April 25th in uh, 1853, and he was born in November 21st, 1785. William Beaumont. He was a U.S. Army surgeon, the first person to observe human digestion as it occurred in oh, the stomach. This is a Civil War guy.
1: Yeah, this is a Civil War guy. Who fixed up the soldier, got shot in the stomach, but left an opening.
0: On June 6, 1822, while serving at Fort Mackinac uh, in Michigan, Beaumont was summoned to the Mickamacka, mickey Nicky, Backa, Backa, Boop, Ba, tiki Ope. An treat, indigenous and American name. I, I, I don't imagine. know what it is. It's like 800 letters. It's almost Welsh, except it has more vowels in it. Uh, to treat Alex S. St. Martin, a 19-year-old French-Canadian trapper who had been wounded at close range by a shotgun blast. Oh, That'll hurt. The shot uh, had removed a portion of his abdomen wall and left a perforated uh, perforation in the interior wall of the stomach. Oh, so maybe the wound was too big to close. During the year, it, it took the wound uh, to heal. During the year, it took the wound to oh, heal. okay. The aperture in the abdominal down- wall never sealed but was held closed by the inversion of the tissues around it so it was kind of like folded over it really yeah as so astounding result gastric fistula are a passage renamed uh when it was depressed with the finger you could ob- observe the activity of the stomach oh so you go oh yeah <laughs> okay you could But would you? you? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Evidently, this guy would. Yep. Uh, We'll we'll slow down here, big boy.
1: Now, my understanding is that's not something you want to mess with. The gastric acid is... Well, see,
0: this is 1800s. We didn't know a hell of a lot. Yeah. We didn't know even how a stomach worked. Gastric acid is serious, serious stuff. Yeah, it's hydrochloric, right? Is it? Uh, Three years after a near-fatal accident, Bowman began to... began physiological studies of St. Martin's stomach. He believed that the process of digestion was a central chemical process carried out by chemicals in the stomach. Determined to approve this hypothesis, he collected samples of gastric juices and sent them, for, sent them out for analysis to several chemists who established the presence of free hydrochloric acid. Oh, I am good. good. My yeah. college education did columba for me. <laughs> Anyways, in the juice. Uh, Balmont also reported on the effects of different foods in the stomach, finding out that vegetables were less digestible than other foods, which is why it's called Ruffridge. It's good for you because it passes through you. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, where was I? Uh, Vegetables were less digestible than other foods. That milk coagulated prior to being uh, digested. Mm. And cold gastric juices had no effect upon food. So they had to be warm. Let me warm their juice for you. <laughs> cold gastric juices
1: yeah. had no effect. No effect on food. But they're never cold if they're in your body, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But you
1: experiment. We didn't know crap no, I'm, about I'm trying it. to understand. I'm trying to I'm trying to glean knowledge
0: eighteen thirty three, before the the uh civil war. He published it in the uh, Experiments and Observations of Gastric Juices in the physiologically, physiolo- Physiology of <laughs> Digestion. Physiology, sure. Uh, Bowman's uh, Experiments threw New Light upon the Nature of Gastric Juices and Digestion properties establish alcohol as a gastritis, inflammation of the stomach's mucous membrane. So that's what happened when you drink alcohol, children. Okay. Be careful.
1: I'm sorry, what is it, Dana? What? What happens when you drink alcohol? It co-
0: uh, God, maybe go the milk it. coagulates. No, no, not the milk. Yeah. This is the other thing that I was talking about. It causes inflammation of the stomach's mucous membrane. Okay. It inflames it. Okay. Which is why you get ulcers. Oh, okay. Remember ulcers? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So that's the little work. And Knock he, on wood, not yet. He actually would push the flaps around put a little piece of meat in there, stick it in there, see how long it took to digest, you know, put other food in there too. That's how he found other vegetables, didn't digest his fats. seems like an odd hobby, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody has to do it. <laughs> I guess. I in reality, probably. he shed great light upon. Uh, oh, I can imagine. Dig- yeah. Excuse me, whole digestive thing kind of life did this 19 year old have he didn't he lived quite a bit afterwards too i don't want to get into the whole thing on that but uh yeah why is it no he just lived a normal life afterwards with the flap in the stomach it's normal as possible i guess yeah yeah do you want to see my (laughs) it's a good pickup line no i don't think it is you don't (laughs) no
1: oh oh, well are you sure no i'm not sure
0: okay the hell do i know all right so that's uh that's my story on that. I forgot the, uh, that little tangent we went on, yeah, 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 so which just brings us to our next one, which is far more disturbing,, uh, <laughs> and we are talking about Dr. Leo Shanley. and uh he was the uh San Quentin prison doctor who performed over ten thousand experiments on testicular transplants and other stuff. That's right. I'd forgotten about that little tangent too, dear dear, dear. Shortly before Thanksgiving 1919, Antone Lepra was waiting to be hanged for murder. His soon-to-be widow received an unusual request, a letter to Mrs. Lepra, (laughs) asked if she'd be willing to sell her husband's testicles upon death. The writer was a wealthy businessman who was willing to pay $10,000, almost $150,000 in today's money, for the yo guys. She said yes. I, I think she did. I wouldn't guess she, <laughs> she would. She said yes enthusiastically.
1: I'm sure she, she did. said, I've got them right here in my purse. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: do you want them? This has got nothing to do with that, but I watched this other series on Netflix uh called The Windsors. Yeah. It's it's a spoof on the royal family. It's a riot, by the yeah. way. Really bad, but it's a riot. Uh in uh William wants to become a helicopter. Helicopter pilot. And so mm-hmm. he, he goes to this thing and the, the, uh, uh, he's, he's seeing that the head of the, the school, you know, the army school, the real tough sergeant and everything else in there. And he's saying, I don't think you can cut it and everything else. So it was like, looks like two wallets on the desk. And he, he picks them up. And he says, I'll show you how tough I am. he crushes the two wallets. And the, the sergeant says, Those are my testicles. I had them shot off in Vietnam. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just yeah, keep it. No, had <laughs> to
1: I, I understand totally that way. I couldn't help I it. I understand totally. I am so sorry for
0: that. <laughs> it just, All right. So what was think I?
1: of this chain of events. Yes. Someone in a room sits there and goes, you know what I need? I need that guy's testicles.
0: You know, how?
1: Who owns the rights to his testicles after he dies?
0: Well, he was a so they, they
1: consulted a lawyer and then they said, let's go to the wife. No, no, no.
0: But why would you... Why no, would no, no, no. You... He quite didn't work out that way. Okay. So he was the head of uh, San Quentin's medical, medical department yep. at the prison. Mm-hmm. So when they executed, and he would execute about 20 people a, a year back then, and uh, he would simply remove their testicles. Sure. And then he took old guys in the prison mm-hmm. and put their... <laughs> Other guys testicles on them. Yes,
1: we want to rejuvenate old men in the prison. And it, it seemed to work.
0: <laughs> how did they
1: tell? How could they tell?
0: Because they felt more vibrant.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm sure that's
0: how. They, it was. they fought better in fights in the prison. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it seemed to be working. So what had happened? How we all got exposed and everything else is when one of the prisoners was killed and the body one was released to the uh, family. Uh they found out, of course, people were dead. He wasn't too particular about the operation, so it was a little messy. Yeah. Uh So they realized that. I'm guessing the coroner told them. Well, when they released the body, they realized that the testicles were gone. Yep. And so that's when they sued and uh, started the problem. So there you go. Wow. And then what happened is that he ran out of testicles. I mean, only 20 minutes, 20 are dead. Yeah, yeah. So, so he started getting goat testicles, and uh, really, yeah. How'd and, that go? Well, well, let me finish it. <laughs> okay. and, yeah. goat testicles, and I forget there's another species too. I'm I, I'm doing this all from my brain, which is pretty good. I what just,
1: does it say about me that I'm fascinated by this? I, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, yeah. So uh, over the next year, he performed over ten thousand testicular implants within the wall of Sam Quentin. Wow. So I'm wondering if that counts as two or one. Well, there's a testiclectomy.
1: And then there's a transplant.
0: Well, I'm, I'm just one of the two different get, procedures. Two di- well, no, wait a minute. I don't know if it's you get both of them or one of them. Oh, <laughs> That's I don't you know if it's five thousand sets or is it <laughs> ten thousand singles? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> it doesn't really go That's into it. Damn good question, Ron. <laughs> I mean, I I would want to know. Does one work as good as the other? I mean, do you need two, or do you need one? Does
1: one procedure include the pair?
0: Yeah, or maybe it costs more money. For, well, no, he was doing this for the prisoners, so.
1: All right, th- this is. I think I might have mentioned it this week, but this is a test of my second guy theory. Second
0: guy theory. No, because he was
1: all by himself. No, 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 no. no. You think? Yeah. Because he has to do the operation on the living prisoner, he's not doing that in secret. It's not like, you know, bring Hal down. Yeah. I got a half an hour. let's 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 do this. He's not doing it that way. He's taking live get- You could see if you were harvesting the testicles from the dead bodies where the prison hierarchy wouldn't necessarily get involved or it could have been kept secret. but but no, the the test testicular implants. And the living guys, I'm guessing the management knew what was going on.
0: Uh, well, he was very respected for some reason. <laughs> you know what he did before he was a... Oh, no, I can't wait. Before he came to a doctor? I uh, can't wait. What, what was he? Uh, will you stop running around this thing? <laughs> stop moving. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, okay. We're going gonna to go back from the... I, I did find out the uh, answer to that question that we asked. Uh <laughs> which which question? I don't know, but uh anyways, let me slide down. By the way, that $10,000 was for the peer. Okay. Just just in case. Oh, yeah.
1: Worried. Yeah. But how how many procedures is that that's one procedure when you do
0: a peer, right? Yeah. Yes. I really don't do it. So uh In the uh, years since starting the gland transplant, doctor had already made a name for himself. His experiments with uh, putting animal testicles into men, human, not, you know, he wasn't experimenting with putting animal testicles, but human to human transplants were preferred. Uh, Working in San Quentin gave him uh, access to organs of uh, recently dead young men, and he could uh, do that, so. Okay,
1: we're probably going into the woods here could be. Uh this is from uh the verge. Uh-huh. transplanted testicles will always make the donor sperm. That's why doctors won't transplant them. Whatever. A veteran of the US armed forces has a new penis and scrotum after the most extensive penis transplant yet. John Hopkins Hus- John Hopkins Hopkins Hospital announced this week and this is um 2018. Uh, Not including the transplant testicles because the testicles would continue to make the donor's sperm in the transplant recipient's body. Does it matter? Well, if you're going to have a child, it would be the donor's child. Yeah, so? Not yours. Okay, yeah, fine. The patient who asked John Hopkins not to reveal his name suffered a devastating injury. Uh, and uh, in Afghanistan, when an improvised explosive device blew up, team of 11, 11 surgeons replaced the injured flesh of his genitals and lower abdomen with tissue from a deceased donor during a 14 hour surgery at the end of March. Mm. But the transplant didn't include testicles, something that John Hopkins team decided early on was off the table, said Damon Cooney, a plastic and reconstructive surgeon at John Hopkins. Um, While Cooney couldn't discuss the particulars of the situation due to confidentiality, he said that generally people who lose their testicles opt to take testosterone to replace the hormones and receive testicular prostheses. Mm. Fake ones? Yeah. Really? To restore the appearance. Technically, the testicle transplant is possible, Cooney says, and would allow recipients to forego hormone uh, replacement theory. But the problem is the transplanted organ could produce the donor's could produce the donor's genetic offspring. Yeah. So anyway. And without the deceased donor's consent, that poses an ethical complication uh, yeah, yeah. that John Hopkins wanted to avoid from the outset. Especially nowadays, because every sues. But if you're so, donating your testicles, that's implied, isn't it? I don't know.
0: Okay. I don't know. Anyways, yes. uh, he before he became a doctor, he was a uh, a dropout, and he got a, a job as a peanut butcher. Peanut butcher. I want to guess what that is? This is this is some new knowledge from you. A peanut butcher. Do you know what a peanut butcher is?
1: I'm trying to infer by context, but no, you're going to have to give it to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's slang for newsboy. Oh, that's a peanut butcher? <laughs> According to this article. Oh, I'm going to bring that back. <laughs> peanut butcher. Uh, speaking about newsboys... When I uh, had my business, the the guy, there was an old guy that used to deliver the paper to me. We used to always talk all the time. He was like 80 years old something. Mm-hmm. He had actually one of those. Uh, a peanut butcher? No, he had a, one of those appendages. Uh,
1: he had something replaced?
0: Yeah, his, his penis replaced. Really? Yeah, he he and this is part of it. This was part of your conversation. <laughs> I should be a, a priest. I'm telling you, people tell me crap. I don't even want to know. But do you remember specifically how yes. the conversation got to that point? No, okay. but how it would work, you could actually take the little ball and pump it up. Oh, no, that's an implant, not a replacement, an implant. Yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. 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 So you you would take the testicle sure. yeah, and pump it up. Beat up. <laughs> sorry, we probably lost all our audience. I am really sorry about this. I think it's fascinating.
1: By the way, that is an interesting, the whole John Hopkins case, that is an interesting part of the situation.
0: It is. Unbelievable. It is. It's, it's unbelievable. However, you might say this guy, that's pretty weird, right? So wait a second. So in these, all these prisoners at,
1: was it San Quentin? Yes. All these prisons at San Quentin who got, well, they were older guys, right? Yeah. all get the implants. Yeah. So there
0: are probably no offspring. Although we don't know. They're rejuvenated. I don't know. And it was a long time ago. It was long ago and it was far away. I understand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, love the, I love the music quotes on your page, by the way. But um, but by the same token, there are some confused people out there on the West Coast when they're looking at Ancestry.com. That's their problem, not mine.
0: I got enough of my own things to worry about than who the offspring of Mr. thing My, my great grandfather
1: was. Was, was was executed for murder and yet he had a child ten years later.
0: <laughs> they actually he actually experimented with uh using animal uh things as well to pulverize it and inject it in the air. Oh. So that's where testosterone uh testosterone. Yeah, testosterone yeah. So
1: were the goat implants whole or they they were they pulverized implants. they were
0: pulverized. They were pulverized. The okay. However, that brings us to but so Dr. John Brinkley. So is that a goat
1: a goat human hybrid? Ah, okay. That brings us to Dr. Yeah. John Brinkley. Okay, John. Doctor, okay. Dr. Dr. Brinkley.
0: Dr. John Brinkley.
1: Brinkley. Brinkley. Christie's great
0: grandfather. Uh possibly. From uh, well, that would explain 1917 in 16s, 60s, to 1930, mm-hmm. physician John Brinkley made millions of dollars in planting goat testicles in men to restore their vitality. Wow! John Romulus, <laughs> <laughs> of course, later changed to John Brinkley, was born on July 8, 1885, in Better North Carolina. That explains a lot. Mm-hmm. No one's from not listening from North Carolina. Yeah, the only son of John Richard Brinkley and his wife Candace. John's father was a poor mountain man who practiced medicine in North Carolina. Poor mountain man barely kept his family's head, yeah, till he was out shooting possum and (laughs) (laughs) came a bubble and crew Uh, oil at his Texas team. That's right. (laughs) Uh, he was a medic for the Confederate States. uh, Franklis finished his studies at 16 and began to work as, uh, makes sense, carrying mail between local towns. Finished his medical studies at 17? Yeah, he was an orphan at the age of 10, (laughs) was reared by his aunt, and had haphazardly elementary school education, and finished his studies when he was 16. So he entered my elementary school.
1: Haphazard education but finished his medical studies at 16 no yeah. no no he finished
0: his studies at oh, 16 okay. so i'm, I'm Never went to campus. medical okay he began to carry uh, mail between local towns we learned how to use the telegraph that's sure. difficult. fair enough I can do that i can do that do you have morse code ah uh, no that, okay yes we oh, speak about that i have a a telegraph key that was used by spiritualists in a séance ooh mm. However, he wished to uh, become a doctor. Makes sense. Sure. Yeah, you know, why not?
1: Sure, all the chicks are.
0: (laughs) (laughs) After a nomadic life uh, as a railroad telegrapher, he attended electric medical college in Kansas City, but he never graduated. He was, however, able to practice in Arkansas. (laughs) (laughs) Telling. (laughs) (laughs) He managed to acquire several... Fraudulent credentials, Arkansas from, was that close enough from a diploma mill? Mm, sounds familiar, <laughs> making youth, use of reciprocal agreements between the states. Brinkley settled in Kansas,
1: all right. So he got his license in Arkansas with poor documentation and then got reciprocal agreements in other states because he had his license in Arkansas, yeah. Okay, cool.
0: Where he opened a 16 room clinic. Wow, there he went over the locals. And immediately began to paying good wages, uh, and invigorating the local economy, wow. making house calls to patients afflicted with virulent and deadly outbreaks of the virulent Yeah, there you go. Uh the oh the pandemic. Oh, okay. 1918. All right, yeah. Spanish for which flu? he later uh for all his later infamy as a charlatan, accounts of his uh Success in nursing the flu back to life was going to move the page past the things. Well, I got an ad for the best toe clipper in town. <laughs> the hell's that going to do anything we're talking about? While in Milford, he began transplanting the gonads of a, what's another good nerd? Yep. Gonads of goats into aging customers with the promise of masculine vitality, vitility, virility. I knew I'd get to it sooner or later. He was soon attracting national attention uh, with his goat clan transplant surgery. For several years, he practiced and was very financially successful. Brinkley brought uh, a powerful radio transmitter, so he bought a, a radio station. Okay, good. Just, just related to natural Pat. progression from yeah. goat game,
1: gonad but, transplants to radio. That how Pat started out? <laughs> Not cat in goats. particular. <laughs> but I'm sure there are plenty of stations in the Midwest with similar backgrounds.
0: Uh programming was interspread with entertainment programs, including advertisements for wrinkly cigarette remedies. See? Yeah. The power of radio. <laughs> he was a podcast guy. He had the a talk- podcast going. He had a talk program called The Medical Question Box. Nice. This guy was way ahead of his time. He was. Where he uh would diagnose the uh nation's illnesses. Over, whoop, 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 what Stop jumping all over me. Over, over what? Oh, over the air? Over the airways and uh, suggested proprietary treatments. I like it. guy was sharp. Yeah. He's way ahead of his time. You're going to love this too. Uh, Whoop, slow down. Stop. Someday I'll get a real thing that moves on its own so are there any
1: we got to get to the basic question here and are there any goat people out here uh anyway
0: <laughs> uh okay i'm getting yeah i'm getting very close soon he was reaching a nationwide audience. the power of radio yeah mm-hmm. yeah the network it is first network yep treating about 50 new patients a week who traveled across the country to pay 750 in covered value, which is not too bad, for a goat plant operation. Nine grand? Yeah. Yeah, Which he transplanted goat testicles in the men. Although initially uh, Brinkley promoted this procedure as a means of curing male impotence, eventually he claimed that the technique was a virtual pancreas be yeah that's too of a, wide, yeah, too, yep. of a wide, <laughs> somebody I learned to read yep. of a wide range of male ailments. the placebo effect often convinced brickley's patients of their potency had been restored unfortunately at least 42 men died from the operation oh that one's gonna have wow. a mark on it yeah <laughs> explains the price his practice was so successful that Brinkley Sue had clinics and hospitals in several states. And despite the fact, uh, almost from the beginning, uh, distractors and critics of the medical community uh, thoroughly discredited his methods. However, he was able to continue his activity for almost two decades. Wow. But a success
1: would not continue. By
0: 1930, the Kansas... So you got to
1: listen to the science, Ron. You got to listen
0: to science. The Kansas Medical Board held a formal hearing and decided whether Brinkley's license should be revoked What the one he bought in <laughs> Arkansas. <laughs> it concluded that uh, should the state... Uh, and concluded that it should state that Brinkley has performed an organized shalitism. Okay. Six months later, the F, uh, FRRC... Federal radio commission refused to renew his broadcasting license. Wow. They lowered the hammer. That's like Twitter with Trump. They silenced him. Yes, they did. Yeah. Uh, uh, because, uh, of the obscene material that was on the air. Obscene? Contrary to public interest.
1: Because you were talking about
0: go-go neds? I guess so. Okay. Yep. Free our people. (laughs) (laughs) After he turned into politics, would only make sense. Uh, in conducting a vigorous writing campaign campaign for governor in 1930. As a Democrat, uh, I imagine. I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, Brinkley garnered nearly 30% of the vote. After two uh, s- subsequent uh, unsuccessful campaigns for after he shifted his headquarters to Del Rio, Texas, uh, and built what would be a radio station of XERA. Wow. Yeah. You know, which, uh, oh, in Villa Acuna, Coahuila, across the it was in Mexico, because <laughs> he had no license in America. <laughs> in 1938, he was sued by the editor of the Journal of uh, American Medical Association for a libel of two hundred fifty thousand dollars, roughly four million two hundred fifty thousand current value. But uh, in the ensuing trial, Brinkley was linked to a diploma mill, and finally discovered he had no formal medical training, resulting in a collapse of his practice. During the last years, he was sued for malpractice, uh, indicted for mail fraud by the federal government, and underwent (laughs) ARRR, Oh, yeah, well, there you go. There you go. Now it's Uh, a party. The IRS won. (laughs) He had massed millions of dollars, but he died sick and nearly penniless. Wow. You know what his nickname was, by the way? I can't wait. And this was official nickname, of course. Yeah. (laughs) He was called the Admiral of Kansas. The Admiral of Kansas. Yes, he had a uniform and everything. Really? Yep. The they gave it to him. Uh, yep. He was in charge of the the fleet of uh, Kansas, which of course had no fleet. Right. Yeah. So, and uh, by that beat, that means we got to wrap it up. We want to thank everybody for listening today. And uh, at least we finished up those stories that we uh, touched upon <laughs> last week. And the, the comment only gives a whole new meaning to text,
1: testicular fortitude. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so there were no goat children, as far as we know.
0: I don't, we don't know. know. Yeah. So we, there's some cryptos out there. Maybe we'll take a look at that next week. We'll take a look at the maybe possible goat children of
1: uh, the testicular animal of transplant, transplant. We better children. take
0: a look into that. Yeah. I will dig deeper into the archives. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, stay safe, and uh, you know, be nice to everybody.